Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, morning glory and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the final day of January, Big J. Welcome. Damn. 131.23, in case you're keeping track at home. It's a Tuesday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Let's do it. Every month, we have to give it a letter grade. How was the first month of the year for you, personally and professionally? Uh, boy, let's see. Uh, good report card, but uh, personally, I'm going to go B minus. Okay. B minus? Boy, the personal life must have been really in the turlet. No. For it to bring it down that much, because I would think that professionally, yeah, pretty mentally. Ass. Mentally, so just one of those you're you're you're, uh, you're in like the winter doldrums kind of yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah. The yes. cold weather's got you mentally struggling, fighting through it, and uh, you know, gonna be fifty soon. Well, as, you, as you 50? point out, as you point out every every morning. I so thought I thought you were fifty already, so my fault. Um, no. But yeah, your birthday is. I mean, you say soon. You got like seven. Well, months. I just you say it every day. Like I'm almost fifty. Oh, are you so. saying that my my age jokes are, are is detrimental yeah, to your mental I'm health? Thinking about reporting you. All right, fair enough. Although to be fair, I, I have not—I have yet to age discriminate against you. Merely, I just don't point know out yet facts until an investigation is brought. Merely just pointing out facts that you are closer to fifty than you are to forty, as am I. And so I uh, don't need constant reminders about that. <laughs> but what? Here's my point. Well, all that it means is you've got worldly experience, bro. <laughs> you have the I, kind I of experience. I feel like that, and that it's all washed away. <laughs> like I'm gonna. Eroded by video I, game play and sitting on your couch. Ugh. <laughs> Can I need to read a book or something? Like, uh, I tell you what, uh, that is one thing that I have uh, strived to do. I wanted to read more books. I'm already like three in uh, this new year. It feels pretty good. Yeah, but I want to read books that are important. Uh, oh, like what? I don't know. Well, see, that's a problem, Big J. If you can't come up with one even on the fly, it's difficult well, for yeah, you to discourage, to figure out which is important and which isn't. You read something other than fiction. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I see. Okay, so like maybe biographies, or you want to actually read like you know history books. I don't know something that makes me smarter. <laughs> well, fiction can do that too. No, depending on the fiction that oh. you read. Yeah, not the fiction I'm reading. No, no, not the fiction you're reading. Uh, but. Uh, do graphic novels count as books in your mind? No. Okay. Well, then I'm uh, I'm still at three, but I may be at six if I had graphic novels involved. Welcome to the show. Today on the show, we're going to need your assistance almost right off the bat. We're going to have a streaming dumbass segment that requires you to text in the movie of your choice for Big J to sit down on his couch and watch uh, the opposite of reading a book. Maybe I will do movies based on books today. Oh, man. Oh, now boy. I've got an idea. I had a plan, and I think I'm throwing it out. Just because of what we talked about this morning. I like that. Great. Uh, that's called Audible. And uh, we will do that. Omaha. And, of course, we also have prizes to give away over the course of the show today. Pepper tickets will be up for grabs. Foos Fighters tickets up for grabs today. And additional fun and excitement. Plus, we play music. Chili Peppers kicking things off on the morning after on the X Rocks. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here go gas prices again, Big J. The average gas price in Boise has risen 10 cents per gallon in the last week. We're up to about 350 per gallon. That's according to Gas Buddy. Oh, hey, Gas Buddy. The average gas price in Idaho is about 342 per gallon. Uh, that's up 7.7 cents from last week. Cheapest station in Boise, 329 yesterday. Most expensive, 369. Uh, that's easy math, Big J. That's a difference of 40 cents. Now, the entire state, if you open it up, the lowest price in the state, $3.05 per gallon, but that's all the way up north, Port Lane. While the highest was $3.99, a difference of $0.94. Cents. Prices in Boise are about $0.02 cents higher per gallon than it was a month ago, but still about $0.6.2 cents, uh, less than what it was a year ago. But we're getting there again, Big J, so prepare yourself. 
financially and, I guess, physically for the ability okay. to get ready to pay a little bit more to fill up at the gas tank for at least the foreseeable future. Well, Big J, uh, Kellen Moore was unemployed for about 14 hours, Big J. Uh, if, if that, I mean, officially, who right. knows when he was actually given the job. Right. Uh, I, I was uh, joking with uh, with our friend Randy. I was like, the job interview must have been, hey, Kellen, you want to be our OC? And he said, yeah, okay, you got the job. Uh, but that'll tell you, listen, if nothing else, Cowboys fans, that will tell you how stupid of a move it was to let go of Kellen Moore. Only because there's lots of teams looking for offensive coordinators right now and lots of experienced and fairly good offensive coordinators on the market. None of them hired in less than a day like Kellen Moore was. But then again, he did have the top five offense uh, two out of the last three years and a top five offense average in the four years of his coordinator gig at Dallas, but the Chargers have agreed to uh, terms with Kellen Moore. He's their new offensive coordinator, uh, so he's going to take over. Of course, that makes sense. He and Justin Herbert have a relationship. You know, they do those commercials out here together for Kendall Ford. Uh, that's where they first met, and if you know, you remember when we had Kelly in here from Boise OG? Yeah. He directed those commercials, and yes. so, we, you know, we, we talked about how they get along, and they got along smashingly, so it's not a surprise that that's where he wanted to go, plus lots of weapons on that Chargers offense. And so I think yeah. it's a pretty good match for yeah, what's going Staley on Staley can keep out of his own way. Well, at least Staley's uh, you know defense only. But, yes, he needs a game manager for sure. Uh, something's gone awry in that particular department. But uh, Kellen is going to take over there for the Chargers, so good for him. Congratulations. Chargers got a steal as far as I'm concerned. Speaking of Justin Herbert, he had to undergo surgery to repair a tear- torn labrum in his left shoulder. Uh, they announced that over the weekend. They do expect him to be all healed up in time for OTAs later on this spring. He, of course, was named as an alternate to the Pro Bowl, but he's not going to be there uh, because of uh, the surgery. So uh, he will not be participating in any of the Pro Bowl stuff happening this weekend in Las Vegas. And Big J, Eddie Murphy is doing the rounds because there's a new movie on Netflix called You People that he stars in. And he's Did you watch it? Yeah, we watched it uh, Saturday. There you go. Uh, Eddie Murphy says he would be more than happy to play Donkey again in another Shrek movie. Now, he told he was talking to E-Talk recently, and he said, you know what, I'm open to it. If they ever come back with another Shrek, I do it in two seconds. He says Donkey's one of the favorite characters he has ever done. Uh, and so he thinks they should have a Donkey standalone movie because Donkey's funnier than Puss in Boots, and he's upset that Puss in Boots has its own standalone movie. Uh, so I don't know if that means it's going to happen, but listen, Puss in Boots is doing pretty good at the box office. And I'm guessing that if Donkey had his own movie in the Shrekiverse, it would probably do pretty well. Agree or disagree, Big Yeah. Day. But I don't know. We'll see how it all comes together. But what, he says he'd do it in a second. What's Eddie Mur- Murphy doing to keep so young looking? Like, he doesn't look like he's aged at all. I know. I know. It's incredible. I, I don't know. They don't bring that up. Maybe that's one of the many questions and topics he refuses to discuss in his interviews as he famously gives out a list to anybody that talks to him. <laughs> Morning After with Nick. That's true. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff coming your way. <laughs> It's streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley, we need your assistance. If you can hear my voice, we need your text messages in a matter of seconds to help Big J select a movie to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. We have this segment called Streaming Dumbass, and we need your help to make it happen. Basically, I have three movies, of which I will strip away the stars of the movie, even the title of the movie, and the director of the movie. I will have just a very brief plot description given to me from the streaming service and based on that plot description you must select a movie for Big J to watch by texting in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three to 208-287-1003 that's the X text line and we will then tabulate those votes the movie that gets the most votes is the one that Big J agrees to watch with no substitutions and he will give you a full review of said movie tomorrow morning no substitutions. Yes, you cannot hell? you cannot put your own movie in place in the movie the audience selects. That is not allowed. These are the stipulations of streaming dumbass. Do you agree, Big J? Uh, yeah, I guess. As previously talked about on this show, I have changed the movies. These are all films that are based on best-selling books, Big J. Great. That you will be you have the opportunity to watch. It's entirely up to the audience which one you'll watch. Are you ready? Yeah. I'll say this. 
Also, each movie, not only is it based on a best-selling novel, it also has an Oscar winner as the lead. Okay. Great. So there are, at least by conventional, uh, you know, ways, a very good person leading this movie. Are you ready? Okay. Movie number one. Determined to find her missing daughter, a desperate woman launches a personal investigation that leads police to a series of unsolved cases of murder in a small town. Ooh. Movie number two. A woman who hates to leave the house witnesses something she shouldn't while keeping tabs on the seemingly picture-perfect family that lives across the way. Huh. Movie number three. A college professor confronts her unsettling past after meeting a woman and her young daughter while on vacation. Her obsession with the woman and daughter prompts memories that aren't good ones. Wow. So those are the three movies based on best-selling books that you have to choose from, ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley. Movie number one, Small Tom Crime. Movie number two, I Spy Murder. Or movie number three, Creepy Lady the Movie. All you have to do is text in which movie you think Big J should have to watch tonight. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. We will tabulate those votes using our text line math, and we will announce the winner and reveal all of the titles of the movies that Big J could have possibly watched, including the one that he will watch. That's happening next on the X Rocks. And a Chevelle, that is the red here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Let's get to the exciting conclusion of streaming dumbass. Have the votes been tabulated, Big J? Yes, sir, they have. Is there a clear victor in the amount of text messages that we have received? You betcha, eh? Wonderful. Then let's go in absolute order and break down these movies based on books. What movie came in absolutely last place? Uh, movie number three. Movie number three is a movie called The Lost Daughter. Uh, that was directed by Maggie Gyllenhaal. It's Stars Dakota Johnson and Oscar winner Olivia Coleman, Big J, uh, Best Actress winner a couple years ago. You will not be watching that, uh, but The Lost Daughter, based on a bestseller that came out last year. It's a Netflix film. What movie came in second place? Movie number two. Movie number two was called The Woman in the Window. That stars uh, Julianne Moore and Oscar winner Gary Oldman, Big J. Damn. Uh, that movie also available for you to stream on Netflix if you're interested in the uh, woman boring AF. Played by Julianne Moore who uh, does not leave her house but then witnesses a murder across the street. Oh yeah, I think I've seen that trailer. Uh, and so yeah, that must mean you'll be watching movie number one. Is this correct, Yes, Big that Jay? is correct. Uh, that movie is called Lost Girls and it stars Oscar winner Amy Ryan and Gabriel Byrne, Big J. And it is available oh. on Netflix. Lost Girls. Lost Girls. Came out a couple of years ago based on a best-selling novel and it is available for you to watch at home if you would like. The story of a woman trying to find her missing daughter and then uncovers murders instead. Do not know if her daughter's attached to that, but the movie is called Lost Girls. Big J will find out if that's the case. What uh, platform is that on Netflix. again? Netflix. Okay. All, all of these were Netflix movies. And uh, you will also be able to hear Big J's review of said movie right around this time tomorrow. So if you want to play the home game, it's called Lost Girls. If you want to wait until Big J tells you to watch or not, that'll happen around this time tomorrow. Enjoy your movie based on a book, Big J. Morning after with Nick Can't and wait. Big J coming up in a few minutes. We got ourselves some important stuff along with We're Going to Hell. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. Being a parent these days, not exactly the easiest thing in the world. Never really was an easy thing. There's no real book on doing it the right way or the wrong way. But one thing that if you have a young child in today's digital age that you may be concerned with, of course, is screen time. How old should your kid be when they get their own screen? How much screen time should you allow? At what point does it become too much? What a nightmare. Yeah, and there's a lot of different things that go into it, but as we're learning, because technology becomes a little bit more accessible during these particular ages, now we're starting to do studies, and there were a couple of scientists that put together toddlers and screen time studies, and they found out that, listen, if you give your kid access to like their own screen or a bunch of screen time under the age of two, probably not the best stuff for them. Gonna raise an idiot. They examined uh, 437 infants across the world who were 18 months old. The results showed that screen time impacted their student performance years later and could harm the development and cognitive skills and decision making and creativity. Now, one theory is that screens damage a child-parent relationship, and so that's part of the problem, but because, you know, parents can sometimes use those things as babysitters, sitting your kid in front of the TV, etc. Yeah, pacifier-like thing. Previous studies have recommended banning screen time completely for babies and toddlers and waiting until they're at least of the age where they can talk and, uh, you know, put together some sentences, and then they can lead their way to some screen time. 
Excessive screen time can result in, of course, obesity, slower brain development, and worsening mental health. So just think about it. Now, keep in mind, this study didn't attach any kind of time frame to it, like don't let your two-year-old watch more than X amount of hours of TV, but something to be aware of and make sure you understand as you raise a kid. And yes, I mean, it had to be really, really difficult. I mean, hell, you know, you raised kids, you know, I, I mean, they, they were to the point where they were already watching television when you came into their life, but still, yeah. it's one of those things where when you're raising a child, you want to know, okay, how much is too much? You know, I have uh, a child now that, of course, my youngest is 12, and he has his own Kindle. But still, I limit the amount of screen time that both my kids have. And one of them's 15, 16 years old. Because I just don't want that to be something that, that's constantly something that they do. Meanwhile, Big J, I don't put any limit on my screen time because I'm a damn adult. And that's how I spend my time <laughs> watching I saw, uh I saw a couple kids in the neighborhood playing outside. What is that now? I, I know. They were throwing a football around. I'm like, damn. Are you sure that wasn't on your TV? No, that was in person. All I right. was driving by. That's crazy. Good for them. More of that, please. Hockey Hall of Famer Bobby Hull, Big J, a 12-time All-Star, two-time Hart Trophy winner, passed away. The Chicago Blackhawks announced yesterday he was 84 years old. Of course, he played the career as the Golden Jet because of his blonde hair and he was fast as hell on skates. He became beloved in Chicago for uh, the team leading the Stanley Cup of the Blackhawks of the Stanley Cup back in 1961, ending a 23-title drought. He also was one of the more prolific uh, goal scorers in the NHL, including the first player ever to score 50 goals in a season. Uh, certainly one of the best hockey players of all time. Rest in peace to Bobby Hull. Kellen Moore has got a new job. Did not take long, less than 24 hours after deciding to part ways with the Dallas Cowboys. He is the new offensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Chargers. So all you Broncos fans can throw out your Cowboys gear and start buying Chargers gear and cheer them on as uh, Kellen Moore continues his coaching career. Big J, not a good look for Jay Leno. It's been a rough couple of months for Jay Leno, man. Uh, first, he got burned in his garage uh, working on a car. Then he got into a motorcycle accident. And then he thought he'd make fun of Jeremy Renner. And, and he went with a joke on his own and not one of his writers. And that's I, the problem. That's why, well, I mean, I'm not sure he was funny either way. But he, of course, broke multiple bones in a motorcycle accident of his own on January 17th. And so he tweeted out, quote, I was riding my motorcycle up in Lake Tahoe. I came around the corner and bam, I crashed into Jeremy Renner's snowplow. Uh, that, of course, did not go over well at all on Twitter or pretty much anywhere else. Uh, if you look at the tweet, which is still up somehow, uh, he ended up uh, basically every comment is calling about how that's not funny and how Jeremy Renner almost died. Of course, Renner broke 30 bones in the process of saving his nephew's life. Uh, and so there's a little bit of a difference between that. So uh, people are uh, very upset with Jay Leno now about hey, his humor. We'd like to welcome you to the Jay Leno's Not Funny Club. Yeah, we've been uh, card-holding yeah. members for years. Yeah, I, I'm not only a member, I'm the president. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering, have you ever enjoyed, well, maybe, are you a Conan O'Brien fan? Yes. Okay, so you didn't mind when he was the host of The Tonight Show. I'm wondering if that show is a curse for you. No, I Johnny. Know you, you also don't like Jimmy Fallon. Johnny Carson was funny. Okay. I mean, I, I remember watching that, or at least reruns or, or what have you, of, of Johnny Carson. So, so Johnny Carson, Conan O'Brien, Steve Allen, any opinion on him, the man before Johnny Carson? None? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, so way before my time. Um, so you uh, basically the Tonight Show is batting five hundred for you. And my mom loved Jay Leno, and so I had to watch it. And oh, maybe that's part of it, but also I just never found him funny. And then the fact that he's got the all these other these writers that make these jokes that also aren't funny. Well, all of the late night show hosts yeah. have writers. None of them are writing their own stuff. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the seven o'clock hour. <laughs> 100.3 The X Rocks. We're going to hell the perfect name for today's story because the person involved in today's brouhaha probably has a direct ticket to hell, Big J. Oh, God. As we have a story that takes place in Fargo, North Dakota. Not a lot of we're going to hell stories in oh, the Dakotas. Fargo, eh, you know. But we are I'm headed to Fargo, North Dakota, specifically the St. Mary's Cathedral in Fargo, one of the largest churches in the city. And uh, police got a phone call because there was some really loud noises happening near the cathedral at around 2 o'clock in the morning earlier this week. That's weird, right? I mean, churches have usually, you know, business hours. 
Yeah. Rare that you hear some kind of commotion happening in a church unless there's some sort of seance or strange thing happening. Well, well like uh, there's a, a war for the end of days. Could very well be, yes. And that'll happen. Arnold Schwarzenegger preparing uh, in this particular church. You never know what could be happening. But police show up to the St. Mary's Cathedral in Fargo, and sure enough, they hear the same noise that lodged some complaints. And they go into the church, make their way in, and they find a woman... Uh, inside the church. Her name is Brittany Reynolds. She's 35 years old. She had no shirt on, no bra, and was not wearing any shoes. So she's topless now in this church, right? And as the uh, cops approach her, she then runs across the church and then starts tearing down from the wall a statue of Jesus that's hanging on the wall. Very big statue. She does manage to pull it off the wall and it falls onto the ground and shatters into a bunch of pieces. The church estimates that that statue costs about $12,000 to put up. And now, of course, Jesus is no longer inside that church. Uh, They do believe that Miss Reynolds was under the... What's the matter? Well, just, I mean... sure he's still in there. Right. But not the statue. Uh, The woman was probably under the... Influence of narcotics at the time, they do suspect. Uh, she Why was, she got to be chilly? She was, I mean, <laughs> yes. Fargo, it's a church. She, yeah, January Fargo church, no clothes on. I bet you're right. She's probably pretty cold. Uh, she was aim- unable to ba- answer basic questions, and she did appear under the influence. So she was arrested, being held at the Cass County Jail. She is scheduled for a March 1st preliminary hearing. Uh, she was. Uh, she's got quite the rap sheet, Big J. Uh, disorderly conduct, resisting police, drunk driving, shoplifting, assault, providing false information to law enforcement, and now I'm sure you can add blasphemy to the list of charges. I feel like that's an arrestable offense in North Dakota. I could be wrong, but uh, not cool to do that. And I don't. I mean, I don't know. I guess you could. Uh, one of the cool things about that whole religion thing is you could just basically uh, right right at uh, when you want to turn things around, just kind of apologize and ask for forgiveness, and they pretty much say, "Yeah, you're cool, dude. Don't worry about it." Yeah. So maybe she could atone for this particular thing, but I would say probably pretty high up on the sin meter, Big J. Right? Breaking into a church, uh, vandalizing said church, and then ripping a statue of Jesus Christ off the wall. Yeah. Or it's like the ultimate ask for help. Oh, is that what you think this is? Sure. Sure. Seems like a she bit. got a drug problem. She 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 just needs some help. Sure, but she's needed help for a while, according to her rap sheet. Yeah, uh, but you think maybe everybody gets the rock bottom, man. She was breaking into church. Oh, she was like trying to to hug Jesus. You think, and then he fell no, off. No, 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 no. She was upset at Jesus for not helping her at this point. I'm trying oh, to figure she- out why she broke Jesus. She's crazy. Oh, she's no. under the okay. influence of drugs. Yes, no. I understand why. Help. I'm wondering how you're equating that to her ripping Jesus off the wall. In your version of the story, you said it was a cry for help. I'm yes, trying to figure out how that, that equates to ripping Jesus off the wall. Like, you can just ask for help, bro. Usually people don't do that. No, they act out. About that. But uh, this is certainly the most uh, egregious way of doing that. So I ask you, Big J. If she does not atone for her sins, is breaking a Jesus statue a one-way ticket to hell? No. No? No, it's not. All right. So we can break all the Jesus statues we want. We're cool? Sure. I just want to make sure. Big J says it's all right to do it, everybody. Morning. It belongs to you. Well, no, that was not part. Break the Jesus statue you want. I'm guessing if you want to break Jesus statues, you probably don't have one. If you find some toast with the face of Jesus in it on your plate, you should eat it. Eat that toast. We've said it uh, multiple times. Always eat that toast. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. That is disturbed. That is stupefy here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, I feel like you're a good person to talk to about this particular subject because generally am. You have a gaggle of pets at the uh, Big J household. Yeah, we do, man. And uh, you enjoy them very much. I feel like you treat your pets very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like this is a good question for you because you teeter on the a little bit overkill on some stuff. Like, for instance, you call well, you well, call you your say, pets. You say me. Well, yes, you call your pets. Pets' grandchildren. To me, that's a little much. 
Now, that's just me. I understand what? that you're not the only person that do. Yeah, I think that's a little bit weird. But that's my opinion on it. And I, that's how you handle it. And that's totally cool. I, I mean, I'm not judging you for it. I just think I'm like, I don't think I'd ever refer to my pet as my kids or my grandkids. But I understand what you're saying. And I know that you're not the only one that does that. But... Do you dress the pets up and stuff? Like, does the family have, like, outfits for the pets? Um, I mean, in some particular cases, yes, but not on a regular basis. Um, I, okay. Well, like, okay, Lincoln has... Uh, Which is the dog. Yes, Lincoln, uh, the cowboy corgi. So cute. He, um, he's got a couple of uh, harnesses that, um, you know, kind of like, like, kind of vests, you know? Like, one of them is a Carhartt. Okay. But but I mean, you know, other than that, no, there isn't like a dress. Um, audio, she is uh, Maddie's uh, their, their her their dog, and and she has a sweater that they put on her sometimes when they go out when it's cold. Sure. But it's not like they regularly like they wake up and they put on an outfit. So it's not like right. It's not like we see with like you know pocket pets where they're always wearing something yeah, a different no. outfit for every day. Okay, understood. Now, uh, take that out of the equation. I also know that you are a sports fan. You enjoy watching sports in your home. and uh, But I also, you know, I don't see this. I don't see you doing this, but maybe they do. Do the animals, are they around you when you're watching sports and football in the television? Yeah, sometimes. Sure. Would you consider your pets to be sports fans? God, no. Okay. They're not paying attention to what's going on. All right. Well, I I'm telling you right now, a lot of pet owners think their animals love sports. A poll of 20,000 American yeah, pet parents. Yeah, dog frisbee throwing happens to be on TV. Found four in five pet owners claim that their pets are bigger sports fans than them, specifically watching them. And out of the 68% of pet owners who identified as sports fans themselves, again, 87% said their pets like sports more than they do. Uh, now, that's probably because they were bringing them to the viewing party. 79% say they watch sports with their pets. So you, uh, you just say that they're just around you when you're watching something. They're not watching the TV with you, right? Uh, on occasion, they'll like look at what's going on. In fact, a couple of the cats will get up on the, the entertainment center and like paw at something on the TV. They okay. see a lot of you know, movement and things like that. But, you know, they're not sitting there watching. And uh, I, I don't think that they, they watch something in particular. Now... Uh, on the other hand, uh, Maddie and Adara, they will, if they leave the house, they will put on like uh, dog YouTube stuff. They will leave the TV on for the dog. <laughs> um, what is dog YouTube? Well, there's all kinds of shows that with animals and things like that. Okay. That, so that they have something that they can look at. Okay. But I don't think that it's something that animals are vested interested in. Like, ooh, I don't think they can understand the concept. You are in the minority. 83% say that their pets have a favorite sports to watch on television. Uh, of course, uh, pets people are full of crap. do appear to be drawn to sports with lots of action and running. Like you said, 40% uh, of pet owners say football is their pet's favorite sport. 19% uh, say soccer. And 14% say basketball is the favorite sport of their pet. So a lot of people think their pets are watching sports, uh, either with them or in spite of them. And a lot of people dress up their pets in sports gear. That's what I was wondering. I know you don't have like 49ers gear or anything, but maybe like you, Lincoln, maybe have a BSU vest or something like that or something. But none of that is uh, is part of the, the, the wardrobe in the Big J household. That's correct? Right. So you are uh, you think that 87% of pets, pet uh, parents are liars? Is They're that full of crap. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, Big J says fooey to this particular poll. I was kind of along the same lines. I was like, yeah, I can understand how they would like be sitting by you while you were watching something, but I'm not sure they have a vested interest in who. Or they the like, game. oh, they see people outside and in, in doing things outside of a home, and they're like, hey, why don't we do that? Right. That could very well be, but none of that stuff is really registering as something that the pets enjoy per se, but not if you ask 87% of pet owners. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up some important stuff and your pop culture smackdown. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, agree or disagree? Processed food is bad for you. Agreed. Uh, but uh, a bunch of people still eat it. Agree or disagree? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, you and I among us. Uh, among them, I should yeah. say. Uh, and uh, and the bad news is it's really bad as you start to get older, Big J, because you become less active and so it can do more damage to you. And there's a new study that suggests that, you know what, a lot of our elderly population from the ages of 50 to 80 years old really are hooked on this processed food, man. They surveyed about 21,000 older adults 
and asked 13 questions to measure how often respondents showed signs of, you know, eating sweets or salty snacks or sugary drinks. Those processed foods they find in the basically on the shelves of every store in the country. And they found out that as we get older, we eat more of this stuff. Why? Well, because we're older and it's easier just to eat food that's already made for you than preparing your own food or trying to have some sort of dietitian tell you what you need to do. It's just not in the cards as you get older and you become a little bit more reliant on other things to make your life easier. But 24% of elderly people said, you know what, man, I, I get this urge to eat like fast food or processed food at least once a week. And then 12% say it's two or more times a week. And then 13% say it's three or more times a week. So they found that just like with smoking or drinking, we need to identify and reach out to those that have entered unhealthy patterns of use and support them. Because listen, as you get older, again, those things could do more harm than good a lot more than when you're younger. So something to keep in mind out for. Watch out for grandma and grandpa and all the processed foods. You understand? Grandma, no. Put down those pretzels. I know they're making you thirsty, but you got to stop. So watch out as you get older. Make sure you're doing the best you can to eat as healthy as possible. Big J. Callum Moore's got new digs. He is hanging up his Cowboys gear for Los Angeles Chargers gear. Didn't I predict this on this show yesterday, Big J? I mean, yeah. That he would be the offensive coordinator for the Chargers. I thought it would take longer than 16 hours, to be honest. But that's about how long it took for him to take that job and be the new offensive coordinator of the Los Angeles Chargers. The team announced the move yesterday. Of course, Kellen Moore has had very successful uh, numbers for the Dallas Cowboys offense, but not very successful come playoff time. Not necessarily sure that's his fault, but, you know, Kellen Moore got shouldered with the bad quarterback sneak from Dak Prescott last year when uh, the refs took forever to spot the ball and they ran out of time. And then this year he got crapped for the trick play that he lined up at the end of the game against the 49ers where Ezekiel Elliott snapped the ball. And there was some controversy as to whose development that was, if it was Mike McCarthy's play or Kellen's Moore play. But when you're the offensive coordinator, you get blamed for that. But it is weird that we are, or that Cowboys fans are upset about uh, Kellen Moore's performance from those two plays when he's had a top five offense the four years that he's been there. But uh, that's why he got picked up in less than 24 hours. So he's got a new team. Justin Herbert's his new quarterback. He's got some weapons on that offense. Uh, I think it's going to be a good tandem and team. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah. We'll see if it comes together. Maybe, but the Chargers have been charging for a long time, so I hope he doesn't get caught up in that mess because they have found incredibly creative ways to crap down their leg over the last couple of years. So uh, hopefully he's not involved in that. Rest in peace, Big J, to Laverne and Shirley star Cindy Williams. She passed away in Los Angeles Wednesday following a brief illness. She was 75 years old. Uh, Her husband and family released a statement on Monday. And, of course, Sydney Williams was uh, probably pretty much most famous for Laverne and Shirley. But don't forget she popped up in movies like American Graffiti and The Conversation. Uh, And, of course, uh, The Laverne and Shirley Show was one of the most popular shows in the late 70s, period. And she certainly was a celebrity for sure. Seemed like a very nice person. So rest in peace to Sydney Williams, 75 years old, passing away uh, last week. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we got some concert action hitting here in February on uh, Sunday, February 26th. The Dating Factory Pepper is going to be coming to town. We'll get you tickets to that show uh, for free. You just got to beat me at Pop Culture Smackdown, man. It'd be a good time if you want to go to this show free of charge. Now would be the time to get on the phone and play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. 208-287-1003. Always our phone number. And right now, you can call to try to defeat Big J in a game of pop culture supremacy. Now, I will warn you, today's uh, maybe a difficult one because we are digging into the Achilles heel of the Treasure Valley today. As we all know, that is sports trivia. You guys don't do very well in that particular category. And I'm even chancing it even more because this is specifically about older sports trivia. So... It could really get ugly, Big J, I guess is my point. Uh, for all parties involved, for being honest. What? Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning, sir. What's your name? Uh, Aaron. Aaron, today would have been Jackie Robinson's birthday, so we're going to have some Jackie Robinson questions for you. Aaron, what okay. team did Jackie Robinson play for when he broke baseball's color barrier? Was it the New York Yankees, the Brooklyn Dodgers, or the Philadelphia Athletics? Yankees. The Yankees is incorrect. Thank you, however, for playing. Hello, the X. 
Hey, how's it going? Good, man. We need to know what team did Jackie Robinson play for when he broke baseball's color barrier? Was it the New York Yankees, the Brooklyn Dodgers, or the Philadelphia Athletics? Uh, the Dodgers? The Dodgers. Right. Sounds like a guess, but it is correct. <laughs> You're taking on Big yeah. J. Big J, every team in baseball honored Jackie 52. Robinson by retiring his number. What was his number? 52. That is incorrect. What? Wrong. He was not number 52. No, sorry. Uh, the number, he take 10 off of that and you got the right answer. 42? He was number 42. Right. Always and forever. Number 42. Where did I get 52? I'm not sure. Maybe you're, uh, I'm not, maybe you're a big Clay Matthews fan. Congratulations. You've got tickets to go check out Pepper. From the very beginning, if you mentioned Jackie Robinson, (laughs) the first thing that popped into my mind was 52. That is incorrect. I'm sorry. You can look it up. I mean, it is documentized. He was number 42. (laughs) I, I believe you. Entire career. Congratulations, sir. Hang on. We'll get you those uh, pepper questions. Uh, Big J, this Black Panther actor played Jackie Robinson on the big screen in the movie, also called 42. Uh, oh, man. I did not watch this movie. Clearly. Um, Michael B. Jordan. No. Wrong. No. No. Chadwick Bosman. All right. Was Jackie Robinson. What country did Jackie Robinson play his first minor league baseball game in? Mexico, Canada, or Cuba? Let's see. Mexico? Wrong. Canada. That is correct. Right. Played for the Montreal Royals, his first game ever as a professional. Uh, there's your pop culture smackdown. Boy, was I right. Morning after with Nick and Big J. No, we will sports Sheamus. do some headlines Good job. next to the X-Rocks. This- Headlines brought to you by another Half Price Friday, man. This Friday, 9 o'clock, xrock.com. You can grab $50 to the local for just $25 American dollars. And grab yourself some delicious food from a local eatery or grab yourself some wine. Great atmosphere out there. They serve lunch and dinner Monday through Saturday. And, of course, all their rotating dishes served with local ingredients, hence why they're called the local. Also great for Valentine's Day, by the way. Uh, You do have to get a reservation in there if you want to do it. But uh, you can save yourself some money if you grab yourself a Half Price Friday gift certificate. They go live at 9 o'clock. They never last long. But you can grab $50 to the local for just $25 this Friday, 9 o'clock, xrock.com. Check it out. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Our bad, yummy, and not a surprise. Yummy! The Kujia store in Yokohama now houses three machines that serve whale sashimi, Big J. Whale bacon and then canned whale meat. Eat it up. This is the third location to host a whale vending machine in Japan. And, of course, uh, you know, people aren't exactly happy about it uh, because there's been a weird uptick in male we- uh, in whale meat popularity. What's that about, Big J? I don't, I don't know. I, I'm ugh. I mean, not I'm interested. A, I don't know why I would say that. I've never tried it. I mean, it is another fish in the sea. It's a mammal, but yeah. It's a mammal. Sure, I've eaten plenty of mammals, so sure. I don't know why I would be id. It's because it's something you don't think of when you think of food source. What's the other mammals you've eaten? Cows. Are cows mammals? Are you? Is this a quiz? Yeah, yes, yes, of. they're mammals. Uh, Japan started commercial whaling again in 2019 after leaving the International Whaling Commission. Uh, of course, uh, you are no longer allowed, if you're part of that, to uh, hunt whales since 1988, but Japan does not be part of that. So I don't know what whale tastes like, but whale vending machines seem weird to me. Listen, sushi vending machines don't seem safe to me, and they have those in Japan as well. Uh, that seems like it's just, you, you know, they're just out baking in the sun. Seems like a bad idea. I mean, grocery store sushi is still scary to me. As well it should be. The gas station sushi, all these things. But, you know, I mean, they're there making it. I see the people making it. I'm still like, oh, it looks good. But I'm like, I does, you know what doesn't look good? When it's bad. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Our bad or not a surprise? Our bad. Australian mining company Rio Tinto Iron Ore has lost a radioactive capsule over oh, an 870-mile stretch of land, and authorities are now combing through the road looking for the substance. Now, what they think is the capsule fell off the truck while it was taken to Perth on January 10th, and emergency services were contacted on the 25th. So, yeah, that's a 15-day window where a very tiny capsule of large radiation was missing on a stretch of road. This is the worst place for this to happen. 
Because what happens if some weird ass animal like a, a crocodile gets into it? Then we've got Super Croc running around eating people. It's even more serious than that because people have been warned that this capsule is so small that the odds are because it fell off in the road, it's also probably lodged in somebody's car tire and far, far away. And they don't even know it's there just expunging radiation into wherever they hey, left it. Remember yesterday, the story about the snake? Yeah. It jumping off of stuff? That's not normal. Oh, you think this is a radiation snake that got some sort of yeah. weird superpower from the uh, this radioactive chemical? All right, maybe you're right. Follow the breadcrumbs. Uh, they do say that exposure to the substance will probably cause cancer, so keep an eye out for it uh, as it's very, very potent. And uh, just for the record, Big J, the CEO of the company that lost it has apologized. He feels very sorry about it. So what the at hell least does there's this that. capsule exist for? Uh, I'm not sure. That's the one thing that they didn't get into. What they use it for, nor why it was there, nor how, nor how it fell off the back of a truck so easy. It is like the kind of the or the origin story of some terrible comic. Yeah, book. yeah. Is this this is, this is made up. This story is made up, right? <laughs> I don't think so. Not according hmm. to. I don't think the company that lost it would would uh, put this story out if it was a fabrication. This feels like they're trying to get ahead of some sort of wow. catastrophic event. Great. Speaking of Australia, we'll wrap it up with not a surprise. Uh, once again, Big J, things are trying to kill you in Australia. If it's not radiation, it's animals. And here we go again. A man in Australia was getting ready to uh, take a number two when he lifted the toilet seat. And what no. did he find, Big J? Wait, he looked first, though. Yes, he did. Uh, a four-foot tree snake was inside of his toilet. Now, this is a non-venomous snake, but those tree snakes still will bite. They don't care. And it's very common in the area, but it's described as harmless unless, you know, getting bit on, you know, your taint by a snake is something that you don't want to have happen. Uh, but apparently it's friendly towards people. This snake was looking to get very friendly with the homeowner in a different way. Of course, luckily, he had not sat down yet, and he called the snake catchers, which, of course, are plentiful there in Australia, and they were able to grab the intruder and release it back into the wild, which I'm sure means it'll end up in somebody else's toilet in about two months. So there's that. Always look before you sit down in Australia. There's something trying to kill you at every turn. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your fun headlines. You know, up to date on everything you need to know, and you're welcome. That is Megadeth and Symphony of Destruction here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And good news, everybody. Big J has figured it out. He knows why people are leaving their jobs. No, I said we're going to oh. crack the code. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. That's a figure. What yeah, do you think? we. We together. Oh, I thought you said you had figured it out. No. All right, I'm ready. I'm uh, gonna for I, those of you who don't know what the great resignation is, it's uh, people uh, quitting their jobs. Why is that happening? It's happening in such uh, a great amount that we've given it a name, Great Resignation. Uh, like the Great Depression, Nick of the 20s. That makes sense to me. And a new poll suggests that many workers simply aren't happy where they're currently working. That's why they're quitting. Moreover, nearly as many employees say their current workplace is toxic. And here's the big one. They can't trust the people they work for. And in a survey, uh, 74% of the respondents report being able, uh, happy with their jobs. But women are slightly ha unhappier than men with their current roles, 27% when compared to 24% of men who are displeased with their job. And uh, several more people uh, are distrusting of their company's HR department. Not exactly world shattering that people are leaving their jobs because they're unhappy. That feels like it's pretty obvious, but uh, it is pretty big numbers that people are unhappy at the job that they're at, which is not good. Yeah, it's the toxic workplace and the HR uh, it was the real problem there because they're the people that are supposed to protect you from having a toxic workplace. Ideally, yes. You're supposed to take complaints to HR and they're supposed to help you uh, figure that stuff out. Are they just not happy with the way that their complaints they, are they being addressed? They don't trust addressed? the HR department. Well, that's not good. And then uh, I'll tell you what. I mean, I understand that to a certain degree. Oh, I'm ready to learn. How come? No, don't you remember a few years ago? No. When here in this building, when you would look over your shoulder and wonder what's going on and, uh, you know, you just had a lot of weird stuff happening. Uh, we may have to get into specifics, now, not necessarily on the air. you idiot who was in charge here? Yes, I do remember that, but I don't remember how HR had anything to do Well, with. just the mere fact that you didn't know who you could trust when you could tell somebody something. 
Oh, there's yes. a lot of fear uh, in in this building and in this room sometimes about jobs and things like that and who you can talk to. Well, that's because people were legitimately gunning for us at the time. Yes, but also you don't know if you can trust somebody in that other department. Correct. You didn't to know. Tell them about that. We didn't know who number two was working for. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know what? That's a common thing in the workplace and that's exactly the opposite of what an hr person's role is supposed to be yeah they are supposed to be a a employee liaison but a lot of times unfortunately for people in hr they are usually above in the world of upper management in the company that they're employed yeah. by and trying to protect them as well it is it is usually a very interesting position for somebody to be in uh i i don't know how people do it hr seems like it's a job that would be miserable to me uh we've had good hr people we've had bad hr yeah. people here for sure and uh, i i can certainly tell the difference when i when i work with one but it doesn't seem like it would be a job that would be enjoyable whether you're good at it or you're bad at so it. i have family that work in hr uh-huh. like they're at the tippity top of hr and when, so when something goes wrong i always tell the kids listen talk to them they're experts they will help you get out of this and oftentimes they just don't have uh, any advice to give <laughs> Because <laughs> they're used to screwing over people, I think, <laughs> instead of helping them. Oh, no. uh, yeah, that's that's almost uh, the opposite of whatever kind of training that you have to sit through for uh, any kind of policies that your company has. But yes, I mean, it is a it is a really it's a weird dynamic in the corporate workplace where HR usually is uh, upper echelon of the company and therefore wants to protect it at all costs, but also has to make sure that employees are in a safe place. Probably why people are as pissed as they are. They're the front line for defending the bottom line. (laughs) Right. right. Which oftentimes doesn't include your best interests sometimes as a worker. It does make you wonder what it's all about and why it even exists. But uh, that then it probably shouldn't be a surprise that people are moving on from one job to the next one. Especially if, because once a place is labeled a toxic workplace, dude, it's really hard to get out of that particular yeah. angle. I mean, it's very difficult for you to be happy in that place again once you've deemed it something that you're unhappy at. So good luck, everybody. Plenty of jobs out there. Whether or not they pay you, you're qualified for them, or you get them is another you know, problem altogether. But uh, there's a reason why people are moving on from one place to another. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Did we sufficiently crack the code? Yeah. Feels good. We're going to do some bad impressions. They're next on the X Rocks. It's Saturday, February 11th. The Foo Fighters are going to hit the Knitting Factory stage and uh, jam out a bunch of awesome Foo Fighters songs. You can be there, be a part of this whole show. If you can figure out bad impressions this morning, brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. More than just Subaru, they're the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore. If you would like to play, now would be the time for you to get on the phone. Our phone number is as follows, 208-287-1003. And we got these concert tickets up for grabs. The way bad impressions works is like this. Big J has got three different clues about somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less. Now, sometimes it doesn't take all three. Sometimes you do need all three. But if you can get it in three or less, then congratulations. You're going to a show coming up on the 11th of next month. Big J, any guesses as to how many clues it might take today in order to conquer this bad impression? Two? Well, yeah, yeah, two. All right, two it is. Let's see if somebody can get it done. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's up? What's your name? Logan. All right, Logan, you're up first. Logan, fictional character here, okay? All right. I'm from Planet Krypton and came to Earth as a baby. Superman. Yeah! <laughs> Good job, man. A baby. That is one is all you need, Logan. Hang on one second. We'll get you those Foos Fighters tickets. Clues two and three for fun? Uh, thanks to the rays of the sun, I have superpowers. The kind that let me fly and allow friggin' laser beams to shoot out my eyes. Look out. I have an alter ego, alter ego named Clark Kent. He's a nerd. And why is Superman in the news? All right, rumor has it here in about a half hour, Nick. Uh, yesterday, uh, James Gunn uh, did a little press conference with a bunch of entertainment reporters uh, and uh, went over some of the plans for the DC Universe coming up here. They were all embargoed to release this today. 
So he, so. oh, so I was going to say, he mentioned it was coming by the end of January, and he's really milking that yeah. end of January. Thing. Yeah, so allegedly about 10 o'clock, this stuff will get released. There's questions asked, all of this stuff, so uh, we'll see what uh, the plans are. Not not sure if it's going to be an entire list of everything that's happening in this 10 years that they say there's going to be, but uh, we'll see, and Twitter is all, all already on fire. Like, D.C. attracts the worst people. <laughs> I, I just think so... It's just comic. It's No, it's... Because Star Wars fans are the same way. So are Marvel fans. It's it, we're the it's nerd culture. It's the worst right now. They, people like things the way they like it, and when it's not the way they like it, they get all upset. And so, yes. But it, I, I uh, Jason Momoa may have uh, kind of broke the seal before he was supposed to, because he had mentioned that uh, they're doing a hard reboot of everything. Like, they're, they're can't, other than the, the movies that are already in the pipeline, like the Batman 2 and the Joker 2 that's coming out, everything else is a hard reboot of all the characters from a younger age. A younger Superman, a younger Batman, everything's a redo. Maybe that's the case. I guess we'll find out around 10 o'clock. Huh? Yeah, let's see. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. Welcome to the Circus is the name of the Five Finger Death Punch song you heard right there. That's wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J for this Tuesday. Thanks for hanging out with us. Courtesy of your votes, Big J will be watching a Netflix film called Lost Girls tonight. We'll review it for you tomorrow. It's based on a book, as all the selections were this morning. So we'll see if it's anything worth Big J's time. We also had a chance to remind you not to get all naked in church and start ripping Jesus off the wall. It's not a great way to pay respect to the man, nor uh, spend a night in jail because of it or a longer period in time in jail because of it and we even figured out the great resignation this morning it felt good to solve some problems uh but a reminder that if you are have yourself a tank or tankless water heater you got a clogged drain or a leaky faucet that won't flush with a toilet stop freaking and call beacon beacon plumbing heating and mechanical is your trusted plumbing source you can check them out online at beaconplumbing.com big j that leaves you with the floor sir yeah this morning i uh made a joke to nick here uh, off air about playing a new game called which major tour will skip over us and uh it's <laughs> Didn't take long, probably an hour before bringing the rise and announced the tour that wasn't stopping. But trust us, we hear you, and you know we're doing our best to, to put in our good words. I mean, I thought last year was a pretty damn good concert year as far as attendance, especially with rock shows. So uh, I'm not sure what's going on, but I do know there's a couple things that are yet to be announced that are out there. Right. But uh, you know, it, 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 it's concerning to us as well. We're working on things. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Like you know, you're going to hear about like Trivium and Beartooth, but Trivium was just here, and so that's part of like routing and radius clauses that all come into play with some of these things, sometimes for headlining bands, sometimes for opening bands, sometimes it's that the venue's already booked or that there's, you know, a fourth or fifth hold on that particular date that makes it yeah. impossible for them to come on through or they'd rather not chance it. And so that's some of the things that all play a part in this stuff. But yes, as many shows that we could bring into town, we're doing our damnedest to make it happen. Trust us there. Reminder that the next set of X-Rock brought to you by Team Mazda. It's easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's I pre-check button. Just click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com, and you'll be good to go there. That's it for us. Jason Drew is coming in next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.